0: On.
1: what is up everybody <laughs> welcome to the mongol show brought to you by Rough next cars i'm like with me currently is Stephen justin we'll see who else pops in <laughs> we literally just watched the final whistle the hounds beat loudon three to two pick up their sixth point in the last two games after getting one in the first three this is reaction theater guys we're not thinking about this. We're not analyzing. Oh, as I mentioned, here comes Kev. He's joining us too. Hey Kev, we are already live. Um so guys, Steve, give me give me a takeaway. What, what did we just see here? All right. Oh you got the victory
2: beverage? Well done. <laughs> Josh isn't nice. here. Somebody's gotta do it. Um <laughs> nice. No, so um okay, uh Alex Dixon. Uh when do we say he's the MVP? I mean at least of the past two games. What the heck is with Alex Dixon? That- guy can play and i love everything about it
1: yeah i mean considering after the first few games i think some of us uh me was like i don't know guys like he's he's doing okay he's hot and cold he's been involved in what five of our last six goals something like that so he, he's showing up
0: yeah,
1: justin how do you feel about this one
0: yeah i mean it's good i mean like this <laughs> saturday was better I'll, I'll I'll say that. But I think this I mean this was this was good and you know this is what you have to do against uh teams like this in the league. You got to you got to be able to take care of business each and every night. So um yeah, good win. Kev? Yeah,
3: no, it was, it was a good game. I usually don't talk eloquently after 8:30, so this is going to be weird.
1: But
3: um, <laughs> Uh, Wait, but, you, you, no,
1: e- I, you do you ever talk
3: eloquently? <laughs> <laughs> I no. I, I thought it was a I thought it was really a game. Like I, it was exciting. I thought I thought the Hounds played well. Um, I I mean I'll give credit to Loudon, but I'll be, I'll be impressed if they if they. I don't think that's their level for the entire season. I think Loudon played quite well uh, in this game. You know, they get their first goal was really well worked. Um, and I mean their second goal. If that guy takes that shot, you know, 20 more times, he probably puts it in the net once. Um, So, and and after that, I mean, yeah, they created pressure, especially towards the end. But, you know, we held on as much as we could, and we created a lot of chances. Griffin has to post the end. Um, I mean, you know, Steve, you mentioned uh, Dixon, which I agree, but, I mean, for me, Griffin was – random match in this game. I like Griffin was incredible in the middle of the field, um, both defensively and offensively, and throughout the entire ninety. When a lot of people tired, and he didn't. And, um, yeah, good game.
1: There were moments where Griffin was playing as an outside back too. We just sort of shifted him back into the back five, which I think this is where you know I don't want to say games like this is where Lily preaching the versatility of the players really shines. But there were a number of guys playing in multiple positions tonight um, mm-hmm. that you typically wouldn't see so um like Rivera slides in the midfield by the end i think yeah i mean we I made, know he
3: can play in the midfield like that's not a surprise but he doesn't he didn't come on in the midfield
1: listen i made the comment on twitter i think you give Rivera another year ish and he's as good as james was last season for us um my only concern at that point is whether or not he's still with the team so i know kev you're, you're whatever that's fine um I will say this, I felt a lot better after the end of the first half than I did at the second half. Um, we felt you know, much more together and composed, and, uh, and it seemed to spiral a little bit in the second half. So um, Mark, uh, Mark just posted a, a question in Facebook. You guys are welcome to post questions on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. The question was, can we talk about how rough our defensive coverage was and has been so far this year? Justin, do you have thoughts on this? Justin, we may have lost your audio. Did you mute yourself? Maybe. Nope. All right, well, Justin tries to figure that out. <laughs> Steve, do you have any thoughts on on
2: defense so far this year? I mean, is this the price we pay for playing such a high line and still trying to figure things out with – I mean – playing basically three forwards uh, the past couple games. I mean, Velarde was probably a little deeper, but um, her midfield presence has been a little more. uh, Yeah. There there just hasn't been that that presence in midfield. So the defenders are left a little more exposed. I feel like Um, that being said, I think as you guys talked about it uh, last Monday, my thought the whole time was that's the issue with losing the leadership in defense. Um, And as much as I highly respect and think Jordan Dover is one of the absolute best players to have kept. He's not the defensive leader playing out wide. Uh, He's not there to marshal the defense, right? Like, like he's a leader on the field for sure, but not organizationally uh, among the center backs. So um, I think that's part of what this is that we just don't have that guy that's experienced. Um, It's going to take some time. Um, I'd love to see some of these guys get the chance to, to keep going for the next couple of years and, and see what happens. Um, if we're scoring three goals a game, I'm not worried about a defense that's not as solid as the defense that was giving up almost no goals the past few seasons.
1: Yeah. Kev, do you think that you, we made any improvements? I mean, obviously we didn't talk about the Red Bulls game, uh, cause we were waiting to meet tonight for sort of a reaction theater. But since the last time we talked, do you think there's been improvements on defense?
3: no but like but i i don't know how much it's how much of that's going to change i i I think i think we're waiting to if we're waiting for the likes of of williams and and i haven't said his name all season is it wet white white um we're waiting for them to be the next Funky Azeal or Greenspan or, you know, Adewale or I think we're going to be holding my breath too long. Um, and I think historically the combination of, you know, one or two, I'll say high quality like center backs who, who are leaders back there and, and organized um, in in combination with a collective defensive mentality where the midfielders are defensive, the forwards are defensive. I mean, I thought, I mean, like to Falarde's to point, I thought he played like the perfect false nine today. Like the yeah. half, so many in the, at, in the first half, how many times he dropped back and broke up you know, Loudon's play or, you know, held up play when we were trying to transition and counter. I thought he did that perfectly. So, I mean, historically we have that kind of, yeah, entire de- defensive mentality, usually coupled though with a really kind of strong pillar uh, of a defensive player back there. So far for me, the pillar has been kind of, you know, Killwine, if anything um i mean and, and speaking of man of the matches i mean just for his goal line clearance at the end i want to give him it um <laughs> yeah because that was incredible uh i thought you know kill one once again played, played played brilliantly so i i think that's the that's the challenge i think we need to i don't know my my only kind of prescription against that would be and, and this is probably a broader point on the entire game we still i don't know it, we still look really tired for me like i thought like on 30 in the first half, I thought we were blown out. Um, now, I mean, we start strong, we start, you know, we have a really big, you know, first five, first 10, first 15. And by 30, I legitimately, I checked on my phone. I was like, what's the temperature in Loudoun? Like, is it like, is it that ridiculous? And it's so, and, and I don't know. And and maybe that kind of plays in the narrative that we, um, kind of fall off in the second half as well. But, and so I don't know, like, I don't, I don't, it's, it's hard and easy at the same time to both to to, to say like, all right, defensively we'll get better if we just get a bit more fit. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that's, that's kind of my, my, my take on it.
1: Dill the thrill says still think this is the best attacking team of the Lily era. Defense will be crisper as the season goes on. Hard to argue against six goals in two games. Um, seems like we've sort of found our form. Mm -hmm. Um, Justin, any thoughts on, on the offense now that you're back?
0: Can you hear me now? Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, good. Uh, it seemed like my computer just, you know, d- decided it didn't want me to be a part of the stream, but that's okay. Um, yeah. I mean, I think the offense has been, yeah, the offense has been good. I mean, I think, it, and it's going to get better too. I mean, I think there are guys that are sort of carrying the load right now. I think, you know, Dixon obviously has been pretty immense. Um, you know, so far I think um, you know, Cicerone has been great this season. Um however you say his name. I thought it was Cicerone, but every announcer says Cicerone. But you know, who knows? You can't trust announcers' pronunciations of things these days. Um but I think, you know, I think those guys have been I think those guys have been great. I think as this team sort of continues to gel and sort of continues to um, figure out their chemistry and all of that, I think the offense is just gonna continue to get better. Uh, I mean, the biggest thing that I've I've liked the last two games have been the runs from midfield, and 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 Danny got one on Saturday, just you know making a an incredible run to the back post, um, in in a ton of space, and then Balarday got one tonight, kind of with a similar run, um, more to the near post. But I think those those kinds, of, if you're getting those kinds of things with the talent of our attackers so far, I think, yeah, it, it's going to be hard to stop that attack for the most part.
1: Yeah. Hard to disagree with that. Question came through from uh Burger Brand. What do you guys think of the debut of Leaker and Robinson? So uh what let's let's start with Leaker. Um, you know, after sort of, you know, I think Vidiello, we all just sort of assumed that he was going to be the guy, but we know how much Coach likes to rotate in players. Was anybody surprised to see Leaker get the start in this one? Sort of seeing some head shakes now?
0: Kev. I'm no, not a-
3: no no but i have i was taking notes in the first half and i put leaker good and that was at the end of the first half um I, i thought the first half he was strong he came out you know he was claiming crosses i mean he didn't have a lot to do i think you know his first shot that he had to save was on like 32 or something um but the little that he had to do i thought was was strong by the end, okay, maybe he can do better for our second goal, and and there's a couple times where maybe he came out a bit quickly, or like when Killwine had to make the defense clearance, maybe he could have got a hand on it. Um, but so, I mean, yeah, I, I, to me that wasn't a performance that says, all right, we'll give like blindly give him another go. Um, but is that referring to me?
1: <laughs> yes, Liz, Liz. just said nerd. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, don't oh worry uh, I've got a
2: bunch of notes too <laughs>
3: <laughs> but, but uh but then um for Robinson, I thought good, not great, um like you know, especially in a position where uh you know dover is your is the person that you're fighting along alongside with. Um, I thought Robinson was strong defensively i thought I think that the biggest thing for me with Robinson was positionally he was great. Like over the you know the beginning part of the season and most of last season, you know Lily continually tries to get the back line up higher, and tries to have a higher line and get the midfield up higher. And in a, it's especially in the first half, Robinson was high. He was an option. Yeah. Um, now, when he was on the ball, he was sloppy. Time didn't in the you know he didn't put in a great ball. He didn't put in you know great passes. I think Dover edges him still in that game. But I mean, it's one game from Robinson that we've seen. I mean, it's not one game, but. Um, Because yeah, he's come on as subs, Uh, but but no, promising. Um, And he's, it's cheap to say, but he's he's tall. Like and tall being is helpful on the defensive line for for set pieces and everything.
1: Justin, I want to throw to you on leaker to come back to that, but I was impressed in that first half when we were playing sort of a flat four in the back, how high our two guys on the outside were pushing. I would, I was not expecting that from a four man back line to just leave two hanging back there. I don't know if Loudon wasn't expecting that either, but Justin, what were your thoughts on, uh, on leaker?
0: Yeah, same. I mean, I think Leaker was good. I I, I think it's, in, this is what kind of was going to go into what I was going to say defensively too. Um, I, I think, It'll be interesting to see in game live and like be in the seats because I think, um, one of the things we've had for the last couple of years between Tommy V and, and Joe Greenspan and Hugh Roberts and Toby Adewale and some of these guys is we've had very uh experienced center backs who are calling things and positioning people. And then even when you think about Vidiello and, and and some of our keepers who again more experienced and able to position guys a little bit differently and all that kind of stuff. I I just wonder a little bit of where our defense is with that. I'm not sure Shane Wheat is the guy back there in his first year in the league, like, trying to position guys um, and not seeing that a a whole lot from Mikel. You know, like, I'm not seeing that from really any of our guys um, being that kind of steady force in the back. So I think that is what Vidiello kind of brings to our our defense and that sort of thing. Um, But I think for a pretty inexperienced back line, and a pretty inexperienced keeper and leaker, I felt like this was a pretty good game. I mean, I, I don't think, you know, yeah, there were some mistakes positionally. We could have been better in some areas, you know, all of that kind of stuff. Um, but that's where it'll be interesting to see a game in the seats where you can actually kind of see who, who is doing that and who is, you know, what their positioning looks like from behind the goal or, or different things like that. You can actually see a little bit more of that um, than what you could tell on TV. So it will be interesting to kind of see that. But I thought that leaker was, was good.
1: Yeah, I think for his first game, especially, I think he was aggressive at times, which was good. Um, he didn't back down from a challenge, which is good. You know, to Kevin's point, could he maybe made some of the saves? Maybe. But again, it's his first game. Um, Steve, any thoughts on, on Robinson?
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I liked everything I saw out of him. I, I Kevin put it well, saying, you know, sometimes he wasn't great at the ball. Um, but this is what I expected. Uh, and hope to see out of him. Um, yeah, a little sloppy. What do you expect for a guy that didn't uh, get a chance to play at all last season? Uh, right? So he had a full season off. He didn't play even during the short season last year. So uh, coming in, uh, positionally very aware. Um, there was one point, um, I remember noting down, that uh, he and Wharton had a little give and go that just, I mean, unlocked the defense, created a great opportunity to get the ball into the 18. Um I really liked what I saw from him, and I think he's been exactly what I've been calling for for the past few years at that right back or right wing back position. Someone that can come in and be fairly proficient and potentially be someone that pushes Jordan to be even better than Jordan actually is right now.
1: Yeah, no, that's a really good point. Um, I, I guess we don't want to get too deep into analysis here. Um, cause we haven't really had time to process all of this, but, uh, let's go around the horn and, uh, let's do sort of man of the match. So, um, Kev, you already sort of said, well, you, you rattled off a few. I'm going to make you yeah. pick one. Who's, who's your man of the match in this one?
3: Oh, man. I mean, uh, <laughs> I this is going to happen all season where I'm going to say Griffin played really well and he put in a solid performance in the midfield and I'm going to, it's almost kinda of just like say, Yeah, you're good and then kinda of forget about you and everything. And I'm gonna do it here. But it's like Killwine for the defensive clearance, like saving the game. I I like I don't know for, I don't know about you guys, but when it hits 70, 75 or whatever and, and Loudon gets their second goal, I'm going, here we go again. Like <laughs> this is this is gonna happen. We're gonna we're gonna drop you know, we're gonna drop three points in such a commanding position and it almost happened and Killwine made it brilliant uh, defensive save and and I thought Killwine was he would have been my second
0: man of the match behind Griffin anyway so I'm going to go
1: Killwine. Okay. Justin, who's your man of the match?
0: <laughs> I'm not going to quite go that far, here, Kev, but I I really did like Killwine tonight. I I think he is um yeah, I mean I think when when Bob talks versatility, he is a guy who gives us a ton, you know. He can kind of play center back, he can kind of play outside back. Um and he can give us a ton. I I mean I I kind of have to go back to the original one of Danny Griffin. I, I, I mean, I think Danny Griffin has been so good this season. Um, you know, has been all over the field, has caused all kind of headaches for for defenses and, and been a pest and all that kind of stuff. So I, I, I really like Griffin. Um, I didn't – I didn't, I thought our forwards were all good. I didn't think any of them had the man of the match type performance. Um, and, and honorable mention to Velarde. I mean, I thought Velarde was, was – uh, good tonight and, and better than I think I was expecting going into him starting the game. Steve?
2: Oh, it, it's still Alex Dixon for me. Like, I, I fundamentally think he changed this game. Uh, that first goal doesn't happen uh, if he doesn't have the awareness and the pace and the tenacity to go after the ball that he then is able to touch off the defender. I mean, it was a ball into nowhere. And the defender should have easily gotten it. He makes the run, gets a foot on the ball, taps it off the defender, goes out for the throw-in. He throws it to, I think it was Griffin. Griffin gives it back to him. And then he makes that cut to the end line right at the 18, makes that cross in, and velarde taps it home. I mean, when you're seeing a guy put in that type of work and be involved in all three games, uh I just like it's hard for me to pick anyone else. Um, I'd say the same thing about the penalty. I mean that's a ball that almost every day the defender should get first and he makes himself get in position and get between the ball and the defender and draws that PK. So, uh, we don't get three goals without, without Alex Dixon on the field tonight.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think it's re- I, I think it's a really hard shout because I do think a lot of guys contributed. I think Todd Wharton was pushing a lot higher than he was previously. I'm not giving him a man in a match. I'm waiting for Kevin to go, here we go. Um, I think that, I think that, uh, I think that, to your point, Velarde playing where he did, I think, was a bit surprised. We had seen that a little bit last year, but I think the way he was able to contribute wasn't something that we saw last year. We saw it in flashes, but it was typically out wide. It wasn't through the middle. He wasn't that link up play like he was tonight. Um, I think
3: that's the spot. I mean, I, I don't like I, Wharton, Forbes, and Griffin to me are as, as good as a midfield pairing as I think we're going to get. And I really like them as a three. I wouldn't, I don't want to see Villard in the middle and in, in, in a midfield three like that. Um, yeah, I think, I think this kind of false nine with Dixon and Cicerone, both who have goals in them, I think is kind of a perfect, perfect, perfect position for him.
1: Yeah. How do we feel after this game? I mean, we're, we're going to talk for a split second on Sunday at six. We're going to be back at Highmark against Austin Bold. Are we feeling. Good heading into this game. I mean, obviously we we were predicting after our first five. We didn't get as far as Austin, but we were saying after our first five, where do we think we were gonna be points wise? Liz called out six and we all thought she was crazy. Well we got seven, so we're only one past that. So, you know, Justin, how how are you feeling after this one?
0: Yeah, I mean I'm feeling mostly good. I mean I think that there I think that there is just a you know, I turned to Laura Ellen several times tonight and just said like there's just such a lack of chemistry on the field right now like there there are plays happening there are good plays happening but I think from last year you know and I think we saw it towards the end of this game when you go to the second half up to nothing all you need to do is possess the ball and we just couldn't we, we couldn't keep possession and I think that that just shows how the, the lack of chemistry that's there and so I do think kind of as the season goes on and and I think uh Devin Kurz kind of shouts tonight of of you know 12-15 games in the season talk to me about the Hounds and see where they are I mean I think that's so more than any other season that's this season like you 10 12 to 15 games in we'll really figure out where this team is but I think it as long as the chemistry keeps developing um, yeah I, there's a part of me that's a little bit worried I, you know it's interesting tonight we talk about everybody in the midfield except for Kenny Forbes and I'm that was probably one of the worst games I think he's played all like almost in his time with the Hounds. Like, I, there was a couple in the first 10 minutes of the game. I think he had two kind of giveaways where he's like back there on the back line and, and, and trying to pass the ball around and had two kind of giveaways. Neither of them turned uh, offensive player tripped on the ball at one point and, and neither of them turned into anything. But it's just like, I it doesn't feel like he's like jiving quite yet with this with this team. And so I hope that that's not a kind of maybe that's the red card and all this kind of stuff. It's just something to (laughs) keep an eye out for. But I do think, you know, is that could be part of the chemistry issue too. Um, So as long as that keeps happening, I'm feeling pretty good about where we are right now.
2: Steve, do you agree? Um, See, when you asked the original question, how do I feel? (sighs) That's all I could focus on. Um, So (laughs) sure. Yeah, I think I think like seeing the midfield be strong with a poor performance from Kenny is great. But my big takeaway from this is once again, the ref was on camera far too much. A couple times it was funny, uh, when, uh, leaker came down, uh, with that save, uh, like I, I, I turned to, uh, to my girlfriend and I was like, that's great. The ref is sitting there saying, I'm talking to you just because, I want louder to be quiet and I want her to think I'm saying something to tell you to calm down. <laughs> right? Like that's what it seemed like. Like the ref was just like, like, I've got nothing to really say to you. That was fine. But just let's pretend we're having a really serious conversation. Um, but then like, uh, right after, uh, Gat came on, gets that yellow Bob Lily chirping, Like I mean, man, that fourth official got an earful. And then there was, uh, the, uh, the one where, uh, what was it Perez? Uh, he probably took the guy down that could have been a yellow, right? But then the guy's sitting there shoving Perez while he's down three times, like and standing how is that over him. Which cup, like, right? like, yeah. Give Perez the yellow and give him a red. Come on, like do your job. That that's where I'm at with this game. I'm like, for a game that like I should and can focus on so many other things, that I can talk about the ref in those ways. I'm just like, really USL? Really pro? Like, come on, let's get it together with that.
1: Yeah. Kev, how you feeling?
3: I mean, it's, it's, I almost forgot to mention. And I saw someone I said in the comments, "I love Josh Gatt. He comes on ninety seconds, <laughs> bam, right, like, like, just hits the, you know, right? comes on, gets the yellow, hits the which was ridiculous to get it. Like, that was not a yellow. It was a hard challenge. It was his first challenge. That was, it wasn't a yellow. Um, no, I love Josh Gatt. I want to see him come on at seventy every time, and just like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, hit defenders. Um,
1: now, hold on, hold on, real quick, because I th- there have been a number of comments that have come through about Gatt. Um. Yes, he comes out and he chirps at the ref. Yes, he hits hard, but we're expecting more out of Josh Gatt, right? We haven't really seen. I don't like, care. Forget what he's done in the past. <laughs> if he
3: if he's doing that, I don't care. Okay.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. All right. I, don't know. I mean, me. me and Sucker Rabbi have a have a thread going on Twitter, going back and forth about that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I. But but going back to how I feel, I mean, I don't know, like look. Maybe if we if we record this, you know, in the normal time span that we do, and we have a day, I have a day to recover, or a day and a half to recover, and i and I think about things more analytically, my my opinion changes. But I feel great. Like I thought that was a great game. You know, we scored goals, we looked good going forward. Um, I don't necessarily. I mean, this wasn't our best defensive performance in, in the Lily era, but I thought it was fine. Like I thought, you know. I thought loud. I, I, I'm giving some credit to Loudon when I haven't in the past. I thought, you know, both their goals, they had some peace and build up play, especially the first one. Um, so, yeah, it was a tight game. It was away from home, you know, in the past where we've been ahead and we've let leads slip and stoppage time and, 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 you know, dying embers of the game. We didn't this time. We come away with, with three points and, yeah, I feel good.
1: Seems like it's crazy fun times. Definitely felt like that 70 minutes on. So lots of back and forth. Can't really complain too much when you walk away with the W on that. Uh, if we were on the opposite end of that, I think we'd be complaining that we, you know, the wheels came <laughs> off and what the heck happened. But in this case, we skated also, away. I mean,
3: like Griffin's a few inches away from making a 4 2 Like yeah. it's like a yeah. 4-2-2. But, yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At that Did point, it? we were watching it while we were like sitting here waiting to go live. And both Steve and I went, oh! <laughs> like, what exactly what's going on. Um, so, uh, so yeah, no, that's that's very true. So, um, guys, can I, real quick, can I,
2: uh, before we go on, give a yeah, shout yeah. out to uh, the Killwine family uh, because they are always like involved on Twitter, liking the tweets that we throw out there. Uh, I think it's his mom and his brother are like they're involved. I love to see that. Welcome to the house.
1: Yep, nice. absolutely, absolutely. Guys, real quick, and then we'll get out of here. Um, Give me a score prediction for this weekend. We're obviously coming off this high of a 3-2 win. We play Sunday against Austin Bold. We're back at home. Do we think that we right the wrong of what happened at our last home game and we get a W? Steve, what do you think?
2: Uh, I think we win it. I think we still have some sorting out to do on defense, so I'm going to say it's a uh, 2-1 or 3-1 win. Justin? Justin?
0: I was gonna go two one, so yeah. I mean, I think yeah, I think we still got some sorting out to do, but I think um, we are gonna be able to score. So I think I think two one. Kev, two one. That's what I was saying too.
1: I like I like two one as well. Liz uh, is Just saying the four floor. four two to the good guys. <laughs> the, um, god guys the god guys. Four two to the guys. Thanks, Liz, for sharing your thoughts on Twitter. Uh, yeah, I'll say 2-1 as well. Guys, one thing that we'll – there's there's a lot that we're going to have to talk about. We're getting all sorts of scores in now. Mike one check is saying 2-0. Um, thanks again, everybody, for all the comments. Uh, we have so much other stuff we're going to end up talking about on our Monday show. Uh, you know – what we're seeing on defense. Does that mean that this is going to be one of the first years Lily doesn't have a keeper that's in the running for golden glove. Maybe, you know how long before we sort this out news broke that MLS is working on a lower division league to try to battle everybody else and reign supreme is the one league to rule them all. So we'll talk about that. Um, just so much other stuff going on. Um, but again, we tried to keep this one quick as reaction theater and we still went 30 minutes, which just proves we could talk about anything for at least 30 minutes. Um, so guys, anything else that you wanted to add, Add before we uh wrap this one up crickets awesome okay we'll have some fun with the graphics now so uh here we go uh hold on i gotta get to go to the okay go to mongols.com click on support the show to become a patreon follower this is your weekly reminder that black lives still matter which i appreciate is on all of the the training jersey jerseys Thanks to our sponsor, Roughneck Scarves, official scarf supplier to MLS, USL, and U.S. soccer, custom scarves for your group or team at roughneckscarves.com. Tired of the same old uniforms or cookie cutter templates from Nike and Adidas? Looking for a completely custom kit for your youth club, Sunday league squad, adult, or even pro team? Icarus FC can help you create the kit of your dreams at an affordable price. Let them help you design your new custom kit today at IcarusFC.com. Looking for more great USL news Head over to BGN.fm where we've now got over a hundred fans that are writing and podcasting about the beautiful game. Lots of great features that go up on the site every single week. Be sure to check them out over at BGN.fm. Otherwise, (laughs) thank you, everybody. We will talk to you very, very soon. Ciao. (laughs) See ya. ya. (laughs)